Hi, everyone, and welcome to the I Dare You podcast. This podcast is all about you and helping you reach the big goals you have in your life and what next steps you need to take to get there. I'm your host, Darren Johnson, and I'm so glad you decided to tune in today because we're joined by Lauren Monroe. Lauren is a gifted singer and a songwriter and a renowned mental health advocate. Lauren is doing some pretty special things with her music and her art. Uh, she just released a brand new single called Kiss Me Now on March 18th, and she was just on tour in the Northeast along with her husband and collaborator, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer and Def Leppard drummer, Rick Allen. Lauren and Rick started the Raven Drum Foundation, and the mission is to serve and educate and empower veterans dealing with PTSD and combat trauma, people in crisis, and other at-risk populations. And to see how they are doing this in these venues to help other people is really special, really inspiring. Now, as we begin this conversation with Lauren, I think you're going to like it. Uh, do a quick self-assessment, if you would. Think about your day and where are those times, those gaps that you have in your life? And then what do you fill those up with, either consciously or subconsciously? And as you go through the day today, just, just have your awareness up on that. Lauren speaks to that, and we have a, a fun conversation about those gaps and how just that awareness can really change uh, our mindset and shift our mindset toward the positive. And so now, let's get into it. Welcome to this episode, and here is Lauren Monroe. So Lauren, welcome to the podcast. It is so great to have you on the show. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Great. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you also. Now that, that I know that's not a, that is not a green screen. That is killer right there. That looks fantastic. I, I'm uh, <laughs> recording. I'm at Plyer's studio uh, working with Jim Scott uh, today. And so I took a little break and this is, this is my environment. It's awesome. You talk about a creative environment. That's that's probably the best description. That that's yeah. gotta just creates a whole different mood, doesn't it? It's great. It's like you're in another world here. Emerge. <laughs> where are you? Where are you located? You know what? I should I should tell people this up front. Yeah, I'm in Idaho Falls, Idaho. We're up here near Jackson, Wyoming. Lauren, have you ever been to Jackson, Yellowstone? Have you ever been? I it's one of the most sacred places, the Tetons. I you know I, it. Um, yeah, I do. I know it very well, and I. Um, we're looking to book around, um, hopefully move to uh, uh, go towards Spokane. And oh. around, like I'm hoping that to get there this year. If not next year, I'm sure it'll be there. So, so Lauren, uh, let's, you know, as, as I mentioned, I have I've followed your work and many people have as well. Um, you've got uh, some new projects you're working on, a uh, new album coming out. Before we talk about that, though, uh, give us just a background of, of how did you decide then and to land where you are right now using your time and your talents in, in, the, in creating music and art? Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's been a, an accumulative journey for me here, uh, bringing my, my gifts within the healing arts uh, and my musical, um, my love for music and songwriting. And uh, I've been blending the two gradually over the, the, the past, um, gosh, I don't know, 30 years. And so um, it's, it's been a great journey for me to learn more. And it was, uh, you know, really stepping outside of my comfort zone to be able to get on stage and do the healing work that I do. And it's uh, stepping into a new paradigm. Um, people in mainstream music don't really combine these two areas, but I found it was really natural for me to do that and also important right now because in the current times there's there's a lot of suffering and you know people go out to to escape and listen to music and feel community and now I can actually have a purpose in what I'm doing on the stage to help people. 
So let's talk about that, though. You, you and your husband, Rick Allen, uh, do a lot in the area of art, mixed media art. And uh, what was that journey like for you, though, as far as when did you decide then to get on stage and make music even more of a prominent part of, of what you're bringing to the world? I've been in bands and have been performing uh, pretty consistently to, since, gosh, I mean, 1994, I guess, yeah. I started doing it. And, uh, you know, I had bands in Colorado and San Francisco and, um, and, and did music consistently alongside of my healing art, but they were, ne they were never like blended, even though, you know, uh. I, I go on stage and I, I know what's the energy is helping people, but now it's really about the healing and the storytelling, uh, and the departing of wisdom around the, the songs and the experience on stage that is different. And, uh, it's great to be able to be whole now, you know? And, and bring my full self to everything that I do. Was that something that was an evolution for you as far as bringing your whole self to, to your, your work? Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. Because that, the, the storytelling piece in small groups is fine for me. I'm, I've been always been a teacher and I could do it in a classroom and I could do it in a public speaking forum, but then you get on the stage and uh, that was one of my biggest fears is really in front of people. Yeah, because I wasn't the type of performer that felt comfortable telling a joke or tip your bartender or that. Just, I just didn't really I that wasn't me. So I had to really step into myself. And it's a very vulnerable place when the music stops and everybody's kind of waiting is to be able to to be who I am and to start talking about the things that are reflective of me and my journey. And that's all the healing stories. You have to be vulnerable to be yeah. powerful. And I learned that and, I, and I'm stepping into this world of entertainment with those, uh, with, with those intentions. You know, a lot of people listening, they are, they're chasing big goals uh, actively and they're, they're in the zone, right? They're in the rhythm. <laughs> Others, most of us, have, have big goals and maybe we're dabbling a little bit or we're limiting ourselves and others are just, you know, we're not moving forward at all, depending on what we're chasing. Um, for you, how, how did you push past that? How did you, how did you find the courage? And uh, maybe that's my word, but how did you, yeah, take that next step to step out of your comfort zone and to just dive right into it? Uh, well, I think it's just always trusting that whatever I'm doing for the service of other people for the highest good is going to be the right thing. No matter, I always teach people how to be the, the, the eye of the hurricane. Mm. And that eye is a very calm, very grounded, clear place. And as everything else around you is spinning and chaotic, you're in this very grounded place. And a lot of people know how to be in that place, like, you know, EMTs and, and emergency room doctors and first responders and, you know, um, is learning how to be that. And um, it's practice. It's mm -hmm. mind practice. And then connecting with your heart very clearly. Yeah. You know, I have a friend who is a firefighter. And I was just talking to him this morning, actually. He was talking about being able to compartmentalize. And obviously in that line of work, you see some things, right? Whether it's military or EMT, uh, law, everything. And yeah. so I, that's, that's something I, I often think about. How, how is it that some individuals are able to, and maybe they don't, right? But they're able to compartmentalize a bit and 
mentally get through some of those things. And, um, and, and so it sounds like that's something that area of interest for you as well is helping people cope and recover and to heal through your music, yeah. your storytelling and art. Yeah. And it's that, that compartmentalizing, that's one way, but it's not sustainable. Mm. Yeah. T- t- tell me more. I, I don't know a lot, lot about the topic. So what, what, what do I need to know on that? Well, we all kind of do that to get through hard times. We kind of compartmentalize, you know, things and that works to a certain degree, but then when you want to move and evolve and be more open uh, in the moment and you have to have your heart involved. And when you're compartmentalizing, it's, it doesn't involve here at all. <laughs> you have to kind of shut down to do that. And I think, you know, with my work with the foundation and working with first responders and, and veterans, um, they all do that really well. But then at a certain point, like with PTSD and some trauma, you, that doesn't work anymore because your nervous system and your emotions are all tangled up and you have to, you have to include your heart experience. So it's that learning uh, to be able to fully be in your heart and your mind and have the control you know, to do that. Um, and it's just like working a muscle in the gym. Yeah. In fact, your, I will tell you, I mean, your, your music and your projects you are working on, it's more than just words for you. Um, your projects really are about this heart-based experience. And I'd love, love to learn more about that. How, how is this, this, this healing part for you, Lauren, and storytelling? How does it all coming together in your, in your recent projects? Uh, Kiss Me Now, which was released in March. And If You Want, new single coming out here in just a couple of days, new album. Uh, messages from Aphrodite. How is it all coming together for you? I'd love to know. Well, I see it coming together through the live performances and, um, and, and seeing how audiences respond. And it's really the storytelling that is the backstory of the, of the song and, and leading people into an experience so that they can have empathy. And empathy for the people around them sitting in a space where they're in, you know, in a room full of strangers and also having empathy for themselves because most of us push and we, come, we, you know, we stuff and we push through and we don't really have an experience of allowing ourselves to feel our pain with other, in a room full of other people. Actually, that seems pretty scary to do that, right? Yes. It does. But when you yeah. set up a space, an environment that is safe and full of love and has this musical component where you can experience something and you see other people experiencing it through the song and the storytelling, it becomes this really wonderful community healing experience. And I, it's hard to describe it, but to see it in a venue, you know, where people are enjoying their dinner and having a glass of wine and around strangers, and then all of a sudden have them feel this powerful um experience of healing is it's it's telling me i'm doing it i'm on the right track this is working and i'm going to continue doing this um because people really need healing even though they don't consciously you know want to talk about it so lauren you were you were on tour uh, for a few locations here in march out in the northeast uh doing some great work with local veteran organizations and the raven drum foundation I want to see, I know you're still, you mentioned you're struggling to find the words for it, but what were those venues like? What are they like and how are they helping, how are they helping to bring healing to those in need, PTSD and, and other, uh, other at-risk at populations? 
well, the performances that I'm doing, uh, first of all, we collaborate with our donors from the foundation and they donate tickets for veterans to come and first responders to come for free. And when they come, you know, people are expecting to see music, but they also know my background uh, of the healing arts and the storytelling. That's the piece where uh, people are guided to receive a message about healing and look inside of themselves to see um, how that they how they can open that door for their their own healing. And then when we present the music, that that's uh, the uh, invitation to really go there. And um, you know, we see people really reacting emotionally to the whole performance um, where. People are letting go of some tears hmm. and um, they're able to look at some hardships. I, I, every performance I've done, there's always parents that have lost kids to uh, uh, the opioid crisis to, oh. you know, to, and then the suicides uh, that are, it's so rampant right now. Um, and then there are veterans who are struggling with PTSD and traumatic brain injury. And, you know, the things that I talk about really talk about veteran stories and stories of looking at our, the fragility of our life and how, how our time here is so short and how we, we can make decisions about um, our experience every day, every day making a decision of where to look, how to perceive, how to frame our life so that we can have a real quality of life when there's so much negativity going on around us. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and uh, I th I'd love to see that in action. I have no doubt. And you talked earlier about how your music is just so natural for you, my word, but, but, but speaking, right, is a whole different, whole different animal for you. And that's got to be quite the experience for you to share, just like you did with me, sharing from the heart about the storytelling. When you're in the zone, does it even hit you that maybe you're not as comfortable as you want to be speaking? Because it sure seems like you've got it dialed in right here. Well, I think it's just my faith. And now one of the things that I've learned, I learned two things. One is when we, uh, we worked at Camp Kilpatrick is a juvenile detention center for boys from 14 to seven years old, 14 to 17 years old. Mm. And we worked with a lot of gang kids and kids that um, were very violent and had um, uh, loyalties to their, their lifestyle. Um, and you go into a bunch of boys like that and they have the like BS detectors, just like, our, just like veterans, just in front of a bunch yeah. of veterans. like they, they are very aware if you're speaking truth or not. So I learned very quickly that the only way that I could be effective is to be completely vulnerable and truthful. And that's the formula. And it's the most frightening thing, but it's the most powerful thing when you can connect to your, your vulnerability and, and speak um, in a way that there's, there's really no BS around it. Um, and I learned that from them. And, and secondly, I forgot. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, well, the first one's pretty good. That, that'll stand on its own, I can tell you that. Yeah. And then about you know, speaking, in, in, I, I learned through my spiritual experiences and, and I work with a lot of master teachers and how to feel comfortable with the, that pause. When you're trying to think of what to say, usually it's a panicky feeling, right? <laughs> right. It's like, oh, I lost my train of thought. Or, and I don't, I just wait. And I, cause I know the next, the word will come through and they're all, to me, they're all messages. 
And so when you don't know what to say, I just stop. And, and it's a beautiful thing to be able to watch people because other people get uncomfortable too sometimes. Right. Right. And just, and then just being in that makes other being in it and being comfortable with it makes other people settle down too. And we're all in this moment together of silence and that's okay. I don't have to fill that space. No, we're here together. And then, and then the word comes and the message comes usually very powerfully because I'm not forcing it, trying to find a word. I wait, I wait for the word. Yeah, no, there's a lot there that you shared with us. I mean, for me, what I pick up from that is just being yourself and being vulnerable. I have to tell you, for those who are listening and in your car or at work right now, look, we all try to fill in the space with something, <laughs> to, with what we think we should be saying. And that is something to try. Next time it happens to you, it all happens to all of us. Just, just let it be. Just, just see what happens. And, and don't, don't rush it. It's such a big thing with just life in general. Because we're constantly filling up space. Yes, we are. In what way? Tell them what do you well, mean by that? We pick up our phone. Oh, we have a dead minute. Oh, let's check my phone. We have a dead minute. Let's turn on the TV. Let's like we constantly fill that space up. And when we're trying to heal or go through a difficult time and or find answers or find our way through something, those moments that we fill up with that just nonsense things like checking phones or reading things or filling up we're missing out on an opportunity to receive information and messages through our intuition. And having a dead spot means just connecting with the environment. And I, I, you know, receiving just a hit of something, seeing a bird fly by or feeling the wind on your face or just being in your house for a minute and watching the way the sun comes through the window Yes. These are important moments that we're missing when we fill these spaces. So it's another practice of just being in the moment. I think that's great. You know, I recently, Lauren, I went to a retreat and it was more of a silent retreat where you just, you can't talk and you, and look, Lauren, look at this. I've got two phones. Are you impressed by that? I've got two, <laughs> yeah. two phones. Yeah. So, but you, so you have to hand in your phones and anyway, it was silent. And so one of the exercises was, okay, we're going to go outside and you're just going to you're just going to observe something just, it doesn't matter what it is, just, and you're going to focus on it for about 10 minutes. And, um, I found this ladybug <laughs> and I can still remember right now. It was such a cool experience how I was just focused in on this ladybug for about 10 minutes. I don't think I've done that since I was a kid, Lauren. It was just, it made me appreciate things in a whole different way. It's tough to explain, but I think you're onto something. Well, your mind is then you're completely open and in the moment. And those little things, I remember being a kid and just getting lost in being in the backseat of the car and yeah. hearing the sound of the road and looking down at the, the way the road, you know, streaked by and we don't do that anymore. Mm. Most of us as adults have our minds so full of the past and the future that the moment is lost and that's where all the gifts are. Everything is there all the problems that we need to solve this, the answers are there. The connection is there. Um, the inspiration is there. So really great. You know, I'm always interested in people like you about where do you decide to spend your time? There's no, no shortage of need in the world, Lauren, obviously, but the Raven drum foundation and really focusing in on veterans and PTSD and, and why, why that of all the things you could be focusing your energy on and helping, 
Why, why is that one rising to the top? I think it's great. I'm not judging at all. I think it's awesome. Why that one though? Well, um, I think we really got um, connected with the veterans when my husband went to Walter Reed uh, back in 2006. And he came, he came out of that experience just very, very um, emotionally moved and wow. saw a connection of his experience of losing his arm. And I also have a connection with the veterans because I lost uh, my cousin to war. Oh, I didn't know that. All the ripple effect of what happened to my family around that. And so it's not just an individual thing. It's a whole family experience when you have someone die or have traumatic injury from combat. And Rick really identified with them. And I feel our warriors are trained in such amazing ways. And they have hearts that are so loyal and so strong and dedicated. And they know the art of war, which when you flip it, is the art of healing. And in Eastern traditions, they already know this in martial mm. arts. So it, the techniques they use for war are the same techniques that they use for healing. But in our culture, we haven't addressed that at all. So I was so happy to be able to, you know, lend this perspective, this lens to our veterans to show them that they have the skills to not only deal with the war on the outside, but now turn that in and use those skills to, to look at the war on the inside. And that's wow. the war they face when they get home. Well, I just think it's just such, so inspiring what you and Rick are doing and have to, to support veterans like that Raven drum foundation. Um, just incredible. So thank you for sharing that. Hey, Lauren, let, let's shift gears here and let's talk about some of the projects that are that you're working on right now. Um, you have a new single coming out, If You Want. What, what's the inspiration for If You Want and maybe even higher level messages from Aphrodite, your new album coming out? Sure. Um, well, If You Want um, has an overreaching arch. Uh, the meaning of it is, is it carries over through the whole album. But I, it's a question... Um, that I give to people in this song, like you have an opportunity to have love at every moment. We always, we have to choose it because it's not gonna always come to us in, a situ in the situations where we live, we have to choose, okay, I'm not gonna get angry, I'm gonna choose love here. Tough. I'm gonna choose to believe that this is a loving thing that's happening to, uh, for me instead of to me. And, and it's a constant choice. So that, that song uh, reflects that if you want, you can try, you know, uh, to be here in the middle of love um, because it's there, it's available to us. It's just, we have to really look to find it. Hey, you mentioned, uh, by the way, I went to YouTube, I watched the video. Wow, wow, wow. The cinematography on that video is unbelievable. The music, the music and the lyrics are powerful. And the video is just unbelievable. Uh, great, great video, Lauren. Um, you, you mentioned about choosing love. That is difficult in today's divided age, right? I mean, but you're very intentional about it. You're not, you're not mincing words. You do have a choice of choosing love. And with love comes empowerment and a whole different, it's a powerful choice. Any, any thoughts or perspective on how we can then do that when faced with that pause, with that moment, how do we choose love? Every moment you feeling a, an aversion towards maybe another person or a, an attitude of a person or, you know, we're dealing with a lot of conflicting energy and a lot of personality issues, a lot of belief issues that are very different and clashing. 
And I, I tend to, you know, we all get angry when someone has a different opinion or wants to push a different agenda. Yeah. And um, it's okay, you know, feel that, but also know that other, that other person and look at them. I look at people with the lens of a healer saying, and looking at their suffering and what led them to make that choice or to say that thing. And then you become a little more compassionate um, and you're choosing love in that moment instead of being angry at them. And you know everyone's responsible for their own actions, but at the same time to be more, have more empathy and compassion around that person that's maybe you know uh, on the line in front of you in the grocery store that's being obnoxious and they're angry and now they're affecting you and you're standing there and now you're hating them or you're <laughs> just no, but you know what that person probably has a chick, it could have a sick child at home. That person could be struggling with a with an illness that is they're in such chronic pain that they can't even control their emotions. Like you don't know. You don't know. And just looking at the world, just with that knowledge that everybody is suffering can help you choose love more. That is a perspective that is so needed in the world right now. Thank you for articulating that. That's, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, Lauren, uh, what projects are you working on right now that that's giving you the most, I guess the most joy and passion right now? What, what are you working on right now that's, that's, that you would rise to the top for you? Well, we're finishing this album called Messages of Aphrodite that'll be out in the fall. And we're uh, now booking shows September through the end of the year so I can share this experience on stage with people, the healing stories, the fundraising for veterans and for trauma programs. Um, uh, I'm just excited about everything I'm doing right now. I think... Uh, um, I'm going to be doing releasing a storytellers album as well, um, where I'll be doing some of the narratives uh, so of the good. album. So that'll be in a, a storytellers edition that, because not everybody can come to a show. So I want to give them the benefit of the setup of the story um, so they can hear the healing um, storytelling before the music. So that's, that'll be coming out later as well. So. I love it. I love it. So this on the 23rd, then you'll be at the lounge city winery in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, yeah, that's gonna be quite the show, huh? Oh, it'll be great. It'll be really wonderful. I've never played in Nashville before. And um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about meeting the community there and sharing the message and the music. It'll be great. I have heard, by the way, Nashville, Tennessee, I can't tell you how many times I've heard the following. The people in Nashville are so, so nice. So I have no doubt your experience is going to be the same. And they're going to be really receptive to your message and your storytelling and your music. I wish I could, I could go there, but I'm, I tell you what, I'm going to find you sometime this fall. Uh, I have to experience this, this show and, and the venue and the storytelling. Lauren, how should we follow you? What's the best way to keep in touch with you and your projects? How should we do it? Well, um, so subscribe to YouTube because it's going to be a lot of behind the scenes things and concerts and uh, videos. I'm at Laura Monroe Music on YouTube. And then on Instagram, Laura Monroe Live. Uh, same thing with Twitter. I'm at Laura Monroe Live. And just find me on social media. And I, I, you know, I respond myself. I definitely, you know, have a lot of people that comment and, and are curious. And I, I love to, you know, connect with people that way. 
Yeah, you are a great, great Instagram follow, I have to tell you. It's really, you're very, very authentic, not only meeting you here in person, but also on Instagram as well. It's a very good Instagram follow just because your authenticity and, and also, you know, your, um, yeah, your beliefs that just comes through and how you, how you handle yourself on social media. Um, last question, Lauren, for you is if, if you could, if you could give any bit of advice to those that are listening that may be thinking about chasing their big ambitions, um, what advice would you tell them as they're thinking about their next steps? Always be true to what you are and be your authentic self. I think that is the big thing. And there's lots of shiny objects that you may want to go towards, opportunities, things like that, that um, I've learned and I learned very quickly that if it doesn't resonate with who I am and maybe ethically or morally or um, then, then that's not the right path. No matter how shiny and amazing it is, I, I, I've learned that in the end, it always is the best way to stay and have people around me that reflect my own ideals and are kind and don't sacrifice your, your, your morality or to, to do something that you want to achieve. Well, I'm gonna leave it right there. You know, Lauren, thank you very much for being here and for giving us your insights into what you're doing with your time and talents to help others like you're doing and to help them heal. And what you and Rick are doing with the, Ra with the Raven Drum Foundation, um, just incredible and very inspiring. And so Lauren, um, yeah, it was just an honor to have you here on the podcast. Thanks for being here. So wonderful to meet you. I look forward to the next time. That was a conversation with Lauren Monroe. She was kind enough to give us a few minutes in between finishing up her brand new album. Hey, make sure you follow her on Instagram at Lauren Monroe Live. Also, check out her new singles, Kiss Me Now and If You Want. And her new album will be released in the fall, and she'll be going on tour as well. Also, the Raven Drum Foundation, a quick shout-out to that. What she and her husband, Rick Allen from Def Leppard, have created uh, is remarkable. So you owe it to yourself to learn more about that organization to see the great work they are doing. You can also follow me on Instagram at DarrenJohnson1 and this podcast at IDareYouPod. Now that you've heard the episode, my challenge to you is, and question really is, who will you share this episode with? So now get ready, everyone, for episode 16 next week. We are going to be talking nutrition and wellness. I can't wait for you to hear it. We'll see you next week.